This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, uh, a final uh, welcome to the Kerry Dixon Show for the season. And as always, I have the, the lovely Kerry Dixon with me. How are you, mate? I'm fine, thank you, Dave. Uh, so, it's now uh, Friday. So, uh, almost a week, uh, six days after the Cup final. Um, are you feeling better yet? Um, I don't know. You know, are you feeling better? <laughs> uh, I wanted Chelsea to do the double like everyone else. Uh, yeah. But... You know, when I look at when I look at a football match and some, you know, you analyse the football match and yeah, I, I'm a Chelsea man, um, and just, you know, I make no bones about it. But you look at the game, and I have to say, I, I said before the game last week that you know it will be tight, it will be tough. I don't think it will be a walkover. You know, many people predicted Chelsea will, you know, do the double comfortably and so on. Arsenal's defence, all that. And I knew they had good players. They would have internationals coming in. They've got internationals on the bench. And our players need to perform. As it turns out, I thought we had a mundane cup final uh, without anyone being spectacular. And I thought they played above themselves. And I have to say, they were worth it on the day. Um, I can't see any other... If you, if anyone picked colours off of them two teams and was asked to look at the game, which team is the better side, you would have to say Arsenal on the day. Um doesn't mean to say over ten and a half months we were the best team. That's what that's what we were there for. This is the main prize, and we won that. The double would have been the icing on the cake, um, but I didn't think on the day, as we know about cup competitions, um, any team can beat any team. There's always be favourites. There'll be underdogs. That was an evenly matched game, as far as I was concerned. Chelsea slight favourites, but they performed a little bit better than us and got the result. Yeah, I mean. To be honest with you, mate, I think that's a really, really fair assessment. Um, and you're right. I mean, you did you did actually say uh, last week that you thought it... You, I think you had a hunch it might be tougher than I thought it was going to be. But I think no matter what we thought pre-game, there was no doubt that we were overwhelming favourites for that. And I think a lot of us were just so disappointed 
afterwards. And I think a lot of us actually felt, I mean, I know it sounds like an old cliche and it doesn't really mean anything when you say this, but, you know, a lot of us said, well, they just didn't turn up. And I think, you know, that's what made it disappointing. But not taking any way, anything away from Arsenal, because I, I thought that they were superb on the day. And, you know, I, 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 not many of us expected that, to be fair. But, I mean, you know, one of the things we asked, we, we talked about on the, on the show uh, last Monday was a sense that perhaps, um, very surprisingly actually, that, that Arsene Wenger had, had some, somehow outthought, uh, you know, Conte tactically because they, they 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 seemed to control the midfield very well. I thought what they did with Sanchez and Ozil was very interesting. But it was, it was also the way they were snapping into the tackles, winning the 50-50s. And uh, I think when, when you have that done to you, it's it's quite disappointing, isn't it? Uh, I, I just think that... Uh... Well, what you just said there, snapping into tackles, um, uh, winning 50-50s, it's a desire thing from a human being. Mm. And, you know, anyone, yeah. anyone can tackle. And I think they showed a greater desire and a greater yeah. need. You know, I think, you know, in terms of ability, um, our players are at least the equal of this. But that, what you've just said, snapping into tackles, winning the 50-50s, just making yeah. sure. You know, we used to say a thing like, Win your own battle on the football field against, like, for, yeah. me, for me, for example, the centre half. Win headers. Make sure the layoffs go good. Make sure you get your shots on time. That you're winning your own battle. When you've got on top of your battle, you could perhaps lend a hand to someone else who, who might be neck and neck and so on. And all of a sudden, if little battles are being won all over the field, you get a good team performance. We lost lots of little battles. Uh, only slightly, but it's enough. Every, if everyone loses their own battle slightly. Um, we got a poor team performance, and uh, and I don't say it was a poor performance by us. I just don't think it was a great one. And like you said, and I agree with you, Arsenal put in a pretty solid performance. Not spectacular, not miles better than us, but a degree better than us. A little bit everywhere all over the field, and uh, that's what I'll, that's what um, I think um, happened on on the day. Um, I don't think was there any outstanding players for Arsenal. I mean, as an Arsenal fan, you might look and you see them every week, and you make a you make an assessment and say, "This this team is better, that team is better. They should have done this." But we look at Chelsea, we see them each week, and I saw a lot of six out of tens. I didn't see many nines and tens out of tens. So that's how I saw the game. Yeah, and uh, as as we both said, still quite disappointing. And I think I think also, you know, it was the opportunity to to win a double, which really doesn't come round very often at all. And I and I think when you when you don't uh, manage to do it, it can be even doubly disappointing. I mean, having said all that, Kerry, you know, on reflection uh, about all of that, I, I'm just wondering actually whether it it might actually be a blessing in disguise. I mean, we, we were so confident and so, as I said, I think we were overwhelming favourites. So there were very few pundits out there who predicted Arsenal would win that. So it, I just wonder if it might be a blessing in disguise and it kind of reminds both, you know, the supporters, the, the players, the manager and the owner that actually, do you know what? Conte's done an amazing job this year, but we're not the finished article yet uh, and there is still a way to go. Do you think that, 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 that there might be something in that? We've won the league over ten and a half months, and we were the best team over ten and a half months. Next season is a new thing uh, for us. Um, we re-enter the Champions League as champions of England, um, and many people will expect it's going to be harder. It's going to be different, and I agree. You know, I think, and I have said before, on occasions we're brilliant, but I still feel 
we haven't been tested at the highest level. Um, if you look through our season, you look at Manchester United away, you look at the cup final with Arsenal, there's been against the top sides, not all of them, because we've played some good games against the top sides, of course, but the, the niggles and the doubts at times keep resurfacing. And, you know, Antonio Conti, I think, has got all the makings of a great manager. And I hope he goes on to be a wonderful manager and a long-serving manager for us. Um, but next year, he knows it's going to be tougher and different. And we're not the finished article. Um, we're not Barcelona of a few years back. We're not a Real Madrid of more recent times. You know, um, there is room for improvement. We've, he's done a wonderful job this year and some of the players and they should enjoy their summer break and come back refreshed looking to improve if you like for next season because I think they're going to need to improve to have a similar season um, I, I think teams will become aware I've said about the three at the back um, let's see if it works in Europe if it starts to have a few dodgy results will he change it again is there something else um, I don't know is that the way Chelsea go forward here on him I don't know that either it's going to be interesting. Um, I definitely feel there's room for improvement. I'd love to see a couple of world-class players, say, look, I don't know where they are, but say a Messi, an, an, a new up-and-coming Messi or a new Ronaldo <laughs> to add to a Hazard or something like that. Mm. You know, These people have got a surface. When you have that, it gives you that chance a bit more. Rather than rely on the Eden Hazard, as I've said so many times, though I believe, if he doesn't create and, does, and has that average game, the team struggled to create. And then we rely on Cesc Fabregas, who, of course, was missing. We, we we speculated on the team, and sure enough, he went with what I actually thought, the, the two that was tried and tested, and got him up and running, Matic and Kante. Um, I don't know. Creativity is a hard thing to teach and a hard thing to be. If you've got world-class players, you expect, and, of course, you demand. But when they don't deliver... You get mundane performances. Chelsea need their world-class players to play well next season. And I'd like one or two additional world-class players to compete with the Real Madrid's, the Bayern Munichs and the Barcelona's. No, I, I agree with all of that. And uh, I'm thank you for reminding me that I, I said that Fabregas should start, not Matic, because there was a lot of people who thought that poor old Matic had a bit of a mare on Saturday. But I think you could, you know, you could talk about that till the cows come home. And, and you know, it, you can, you never know. If Fabric, Fabregas had started, there's no guarantee that it would have been a different result. Um, I'm glad you kind of talked about where we need to go from here and, and, and uh, in, in terms of improving the squad. And I mean, you know, I'll be, I'll be really honest with you, Kerry. You know, I, I can't be doing with any of the rumours and, 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 you know, trying to play scout, you know, and, and until they've signed on the dotted line, I'm not really interested. But, you know, having said that, I think that, you know, it's quite valid to at least have a think about it. And I mean, there, there's been, you know, a lot of people have been saying that we, we you know, possibly need a, about five players coming in. And uh, I mean, what I'd love to pick your brains about really is, is, you know, kind of what kind of positions and where do you think we need strengthening going forward? Well, the only way you know you think you could actually say that and, and bring in is is what Antonio Conte's got in his head, style of play, mm. and bring in better yeah. players in the position. If he's going to stick with the three at the back, you know it's no good bringing in, for example, a Kyle Walker, which many people yeah. are saying United and top teams want, you know, um, because mm. we're not playing with a fullback at the moment. We're looking for someone who can operate as a wingback, if indeed that's the way he's going to go. Um, and or does he bring in a couple of world class fullbacks, i.e the next Ashley Cole or someone like that with a view to changing possibly or having mm. the option to change. Um, 
he hasn't. I don't know if he's got that at the moment. Um, there's still the clamour for some of the kids to be given a chance. Who's to say they won't go on and be? But I don't know that either. Antonio Conte is the man that's got to put the direction in the club. He's got to be focused on where and how the team is going to play, how he'd like to play, and who would possibly be better in the positions, in the way, in the structure that he would like to play than what we've got at the moment. Um, and that's what he's got to look at. Is there someone better than David Luiz? Is there someone better than Kale? Is there someone better than Azpilicueta? And I hear Chelsea fans like, no, no, no. But maybe there are. <laughs> is, there, is there better players than Alonso and Moses in them positions? <sighs> maybe, maybe not. Yeah, who knows? Change will bring um, disruption. It will bring uh, team ethic. Um, it will bring different problems because it's different players. But it could also bring improvement. And we, I think we need to improve. People will say, well, what about the other, the other teams behind us? Well, they'll need to improve as well. And the Manchester United and Liverpool's and everyone else will set about in the summer trying to improve. And we've got to keep pace with them. Um, I'm mm. not saying wholesale changes, but I certainly believe two world-class players. Where? Mm. Let's have a look. I've said for a long time we'll need another striker. Although, yeah. I, I, I buy into your more recent um, line that Batshuayi could possibly be knocking on the door to be given an opportunity. Um, which will put a little bit more pressure on Diego Costa, whether he stays or goes, or the next striker that comes in. Um, that's why I finished the season very well. He's given the manager something to think about. Uh, we need another striker. I think we need a world-class creative player somewhere in the middle. You know me on the holding players. You think well, we've got great ones. If Fabregas is going to be... Uh, we need some. We need some more creativity somewhere. Whether it's wide with a replacement for Alonso or Moses, or whether it's in a central position, slightly changing the two defensive players. And I'm not saying get rid of any of these players, by the way, because there's going to be enough game time for all of them next season. And as long as they're in the squad, they can play enough games. But it won't be a case of like what happened this year, whereby the team picked itself, and it's pretty much one or two players: William for Pedro, or. Fabricast for one of the midfield players that, that effectively was it. That was yeah. the only real changes. I think there's got to be two world-class players added to the squad and world-class players that in the big games like the Barca's, like the Bayern's, can go in and perform. I, but again, I, I couldn't uh, couldn't disagree with any of that at all. I mean, it's, it's interesting actually that, you know, uh, I, I, you know, how many, who knows, and, and, and we could argue about the positions all, all day, but I, I do happen to agree with you that we 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 need uh, world class backup to Costa, who I think will stay, and uh, definitely somebody creatively. Because I mean, there's we don't know whether Fabregas will stay or not, and, and clearly, if he's not starting every week, then Conte doesn't perhaps view him in the longer term. Although we will find out in due course, no doubt. But I think the other the other side to that, Kerry, of course, is that we we do have some extre- extremely good players, and I think it's very very important that we keep hold of them. And you know, there has been a bit of rumouring uh, this week about Costa possibly not going anywhere. Uh, Eden Hazard uh, was subject apparently to a massive bid from. Uh, Real Madrid, although who knows whether that's true or not, but nevertheless, he said that he's 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 you know very happy here and he doesn't want to go anywhere. So I think it is important, isn't it, to keep our best players as well as actually getting some more in, isn't it? Without doubt, I mean we've we've pushed under Roman to be one of the best clubs in the world, and we are. Um, we're one of the teams that are regularly mentioned with top class players, 
um, and that puts us on that level. Um, we now have to be compete, need to be competing constantly. Real Madrid, Champions League top four, how many years? Bayern Munich, Barcelona, it's the same top four in the Champions League. Someone needs to break in there. Uh, we want it to be Chelsea. Um, but I do believe, I mean, Antonio Conte might turn around to me and say, well, I believe this team can do it. I'll say, well, if that's what you believe, do it. And the yeah. proof is in the pudding. You know, uh, if he does it, fine. My own thought is, I think this team is perfectly capable of playing in the Champions League, perfectly capable of getting to the knockout stages. Then where do we go? We meet a Barcelona, a Bayern or a Real. We get an Arsenal situation where, you know, first knockout phase, second knockout phase, you're gone. Um, we need to be competing with a view to being favourites against these teams. And we only do that with better players. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Uh, absolutely right well um you know on on that point actually uh you know you're right i think it is going to be a lot tougher next year because we've got the champions league and of course we you know obviously we'll want to try and retain the title and i think that will be harder uh you know city are clearly going all out at the moment to uh to try and uh you know get back to the top which is where they they feel they belong united of course will be a massive threat they'll spend money they've got Mourinho. Uh, Liverpool may well improve. I mean, Tottenham, uh, you know, had a fabulous season this season, so it's not going to be easy to retain the title. And we've got Champions League football. Um, what do you think would be a good season for us next year? Uh, I could throw that back at you, but I won't. Um, good season. Uh, good season. Uh, it's four trophies up for grabs. You know, Arsenal fans moan about their, their season, fifth and an FA Cup. Would Chelsea fans be happy with fifth and an FA Cup? No, I think top four finish is essential. Um, not coming late and nicking fifth either. I'm talking about regularly being in contention at the top. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking we need to hit the ground running. Uh, we need to be playing catch-up 
or nothing like that. We need to be, you know, in amongst it. And if, as I've always said, there's going to be two disappointed teams out of the top six in this country every season, uh, but we need to be in the mix. Uh, we don't need a situation whereby we're mid-table like we had the season before. You know, we don't want one of them. And I don't, I don't foresee that, by the way. Um, no. But you're in, you're in four trophies. We, we want to pick up silverware. You know, at the end of the day, you're in, you're in things to win. You know, we're also there to entertain. Um, but it's not, it's, as much as it is an entertainment business, it's a winning business. And, you know, you've got to be in amongst it, in the thick of all, of, all the trophies, in the chunks. Because we also know on the day any team can beat any teams. In the Champions League, you put Barca against Real, one's, one's going to lose, one's going to win. And Chelsea need to be in that. Um, and hope the luck goes with us. But we don't want a situation where it's Monday. So a good season, top four finish, and one, one trophy. Hopefully the big one, Champions League. Or, or the Premier League. They're the big two. Uh, two cup competitions after that. Fine. Little, little additional bonuses. But the Premier League is a great season. A fantastic season is, is the Champions League. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd agree with that too. I mean, uh, you know, I love winning the, the, the FA. I mean, any trophy's good. As a supporter, you want to see your, your side win trophies. But uh, I think uh, retaining the Premier League title would, would be fantastic. And, uh, you know, the Champions League, I mean, I, you know, I, I hate to sound uh, realistic for a minute, but I, I, think, I think winning that next year is probably outside of our grasp. But then again, Kerry, it, at the end of the day, it's a cup competition. And I mean, I know it's over yep. two legs, but even so, anything can happen. And, you know, one only has to go back to 2012 when we actually won it, when probably, arguably, with our weakest team for five years. So anything can happen. But I think, you know, if we if we got to the quarterfinals, semifinals, I, I would be happy with that. Although, obviously, I would be happier to win it. Anyway, that's uh, in the future. I think uh, for the last few minutes of uh, of the show, I think we really should just have a look back over this season because... You know, even though we uh, it was disappointing to lose the cup, it shouldn't uh, take anything away from the fact it was a fantastic season. And I have to say, not not just on the pitch, uh, a lot of my mates have all been saying that they've enjoyed this season so much. I mean, whether that's because it's it's in such a contrast to what it was like last season, I don't know. But it's it's been a lot of fun this season. A lot of the happiness has come back. Um, but you know, what 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 were your favourite bits of the season? And uh, you know, what's pleased you most about it, Kerry? Um, first and foremost, Antonio Conte. I think uh, he's been a breath of fresh air. His antics, his way, his warmth. Um, not crowd surfing or anything like that, which is humorous um, and fun. Um, there's a warmth about the fella, and he's brought warmth to the club um, and feeling. And it, it, it goes through to the terraces. It's in the team. Feeling and passion. Um, he's brought that back. And... So he, he is, for me, the highlight of the season. Um, but I look back at certain games. Um, Manchester United, of course, some fantastic performances early on. Mm. Return of Jones and our performance there. Everton, fantastic performance as well. Um, yeah. Just look at some of the good games. I thought some of the performances towards the end tailed off. Um, but we'd done enough. We were in the driving seat from the off and it just got better and better. Um, no I like to wear the performances um, you always like to beat the big teams um, but at the end of the day you've got to beat anyone and we had a fantastic season every person will pick their own particular game um, Manchester United victory down here was, was for me just about the best um, 
that is just about about the best of the of the lot. Um, I, mm. I can't think of many other games unless you remind me. I'm thinking the Arsenal's the Tottenham's, but you know to beat. United yeah, the Ar- the Arsenal home game was pretty good. I mean, that was you know where Hazard scored that goal, which was an absolutely yep. superb goal. That was quite special. But I, I agree with you. I think the United game was 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 huge because. Uh, Obviously, it was the return of Jose, and I just thought the way they played that day. But that Everton game, that 5-0, that's some of the best football yep. I've seen us play in years. You know, that's yep, the kind yep. of... And I've got a terrible memory for, for, for games, Kerry. I, I am no Kelvin Barker, that is for sure. But that's a game, <laughs> that is a game that I will, will, will not forget in a hurry, because they were absolutely superb that day. I mean, you know, talking of the... I, I mean, I agree with you too. I think Conte's been absolutely a, a breath of fresh air this year, and I think he is the reason why so many of us are smiling like we are. But... Um, what, about, what about the players? Who's impressed you most this year? Well, I went to the player of the year, um, and I would say it's about right. I think his performance has tailed off near the end, but he's our best player, in my opinion. Um, Eden Hazard won it. Um, I know that Golo Kante won the players and the, the PFA won. Um, we've all got opinions, um, and it's the majority of those opinions who, who people win. The fans this year voted for Eden Hazard. Um, I tended to agree with them. I think uh, overall, you know, I don't look for solid sevens out of ten. I look for spectacular. I look for great mm. goals. I look for entertainment, and I look for um, creativity and, and, and the, the excitement in the game. And Eden, Eden Hazard on his day brings that. You know, when he gets the ball, there's an air of anticipation, a buzz. And, and for me, it was the right winner. Um, Costa started the season great. He had a couple of off moments. We all wonder what, whether a goal scorer is he going through a poor time or not. Then back he comes back, and you know he's gone over twenty goals. Good season for him. Um, good season for everyone. You know, we could, and Galo Kanti, fabulous season for him uh, to pick up two awards and the Premier League title again. Fabulous season. Um, Got to keep it going. Um, Fabregas, Matic, arguable. Some great, great games from both. The back three, very, very good. Got to improve next year, but all had good seasons, all consistent. Can't really remember bad games. And the two wide players, you know, a breath of fresh air again. You know, Alonso, when it, it, people thought, really? <laughs> had a fabulous season. Had a fabulous season. Moses, wing back, didn't get into the team under Jose. Fantastic season. Um, you know, and then you've got your Pedros and your Williams, who, don't, who do have a flair, a bit of flair, I must say. And the odd wonderful goal, which both have scored. So, great seasons from them as well. But, it will be remembered as much as anything um, for the end of Captain Leader Legend, uh, John Terry, um, for me. Um, his last game for us, um, very sad to see him go. Wish him all the best. We've said it all before. Um, mm. From that point, it's a bit of a sad note. But, wonderful Chelsea career. And I have to say, a great career. You know, England and what he's done. As a young boy, you look back and you think, what can I do in life? John Terry's name will be etched up there with what he's done. And he's had a wonderful life, wonderful career. Um, very sad to see him go, but congratulations on your career from me, John. And, you know, I wish him all the best, as everyone does, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. that, in a nutshell, is the season for me. Um, bring on next season an improvement. Absolutely right. Well, I, do you know what is interesting? I mean, I, you know, I, I, I can see what you mean with Hazard because, you know, players like him don't come around very often. And, and you know, it, I, I defy any, any football supporter to not love a player who can do something that nobody else can and turn a game and just provide a bit of magic. And 
uh, and I can understand that. But I think the fact that you actually pretty much went through the whole team and, and couldn't really find much fault with any of them says an awful lot to me. And actually, you know, one thing that we didn't really say, and I was going to ask you this, actually, you know, what was the key to success this year? And a lot of people would say Conte. A lot of people would say N'Golo Kante. But I, I actually think something that's been massively underestimated this year, Kerry, is the fact that he's got us playing like a team again. You know, and it's it's teams that that win you titles at the end of the day, and 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 that's been the most pleasing thing in a sense for me to see. But Aspilicueta, I think, deserves a mention in all of that because he, I I, I know you like your nines and your tens, but that man puts it in every match, gives a hundred percent, and he's, you know, he, he's an absolute banker to have a, have a decent game, and I and I and I love him for that. I'll tell you who else I'm going to mention peculiar, and that, and that's Pedro. Because I, I have to be honest, I didn't I didn't really fancy or rate him much at all um, when he when he came to the club. I just felt he was too small, not physical enough for this league. But he, I think he's absolutely thrown himself into it, and and you know, okay, he's not the biggest chap, but he's he's putting himself about, and he's got no little skill. He scored some cracking goals this year, and I just love his commitment. And it's you, you know, I, I I've I've often seen uh, players come over from La Liga particularly if they played at a really big club like Barcelona and they, they just like, you know, they turn up once a, once or twice a year and that's about it. But I think Pedro's attitude and the way he's improved this season has been fantastic. Well, I'm not going to pour any scorn on what you said. Um, I actually agree with a lot of what you've just said. Um, last season, Leicester won the league with a team. This season, Chelsea mm. won it with a team. You know, I, I go on about... Um, the need for world-class players. And I have to say, the team ethic must still stand, which I'm sure Antonio Conte will fill and make sure. Um, world-class players will make a difference. And that's why the Ronaldos and the Messis are in the top competitions and do what they do. You know, uh, you can't get away from it. Um, I want the same team ethic for Chelsea, the same team commitment, the same team with just a couple of world-class players that will be right up there. I fully believe that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fascinating again next season, and hopefully, it will be at least as much fun as this. And as you say, you know, winning the title again, competing in the Champions League, it's back to where we need to be. So I'm I'm already looking forward to it. But uh, uh, one thing I should say before we go, Kerry, is is a massive thank you to you this season. It's been an absolute joy and a privilege uh, doing a show with you every week. And I know. I know for a fact I get lots of comments every week about how much people love this show. So thank you on behalf of our listeners to you for uh, for joining in once a week. It's been great fun. Just on the back of that, Dave, um, a case of ditto, you know, uh, talking to you, <laughs> talking about the team we love and talking, uh, you know, about the games that are coming up and, and what's happening. Um, thank you to the fans for listening. Thank you for people uh, for taking the time out to, to comment and, and be part of the show. Um, it's always great to be part of the family and recognised as part of the family. And you know, I've, I've said for a long time, once you buy into Chelsea uh, and you you bought in, you're in, uh, you're hooked, yeah. and you know it, it's part of it. The same people, the same faces, and year after year, you know, you're it, you're Chelsea. That's it, done. And uh, I thank everyone for listening. And hopefully, I say that inverted commas. Hopefully, see you next year. Yeah, well, that's the hope, isn't it? We'll, uh, we'll uh, obviously we're talking to people, so hopefully we'll be we'll be back in August for for more more of the Kerry Dixon show. But uh, before then, I, I'm I'm off for a long summer of cricket, Kerry, of watching cricket and having a beer or two, doing that. Have you got any plans for the summer? Not at the moment. Um, take each day as it comes. Um, got a couple of 
decent events coming. There's a big game, Chelsea v Rangers, that coming up soon in June. Um, possibly be my last game, but I've, I've got to put a few training sessions in. Just started having a couple of runs for that one. Um, but by and large, um, looking forward to next season already. Can't yeah, wait. Quite right. Yeah, I know. I know you're doing a few speaking events as well. But I, I know about the, the the Chelsea Rangers one. That's uh, down in um, where is it now? Down in Croydon. Sutton. Sutton. Yeah. Sutton. Uh, and it's uh, it's on the seventeenth of June, I believe. I think so. If you, if if people are around that weekend, uh, check it out because I, I tell you that the team sheets are phenomenal uh, on who's playing on the Chelsea and the Rangers side. And I know a few of the Rangers lads, so I know it'll be, I know it'll be a cracking do. So I'm going to wish you good luck with that, Kerry. And again, once again, thank you so much for doing the show this year. We've we've all absolutely loved doing it. So have a great summer off, and uh, we'll see you uh, in the new season. Thanks, Dave. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.